You're listening to The Undead Podcast with hosts Shakira Shanae and Mary L. A podcast for women, by women, who are unapologetic, real and unzipped. Join them for open and honest conversations every week. Get ready to get unzipped. Hey everybody and welcome back to The Unzip Podcast. We are your hosts Shakira Shanae and Mary L. And unfortunately, Mary is out for this intro, but... We are both excited to introduce you to today's guest, Tiffany Chung. Tiffany Chung is a social media expert who not only talks to us about how to tackle that algorithm, uh, but also how to follow and find our niche, how to engage with our clients, um, how to build an authentic brand, and so much more. We truly enjoyed talking with Tiffany today. We've been following her for quite some time, and she's definitely a wealth of knowledge. And we hope that this episode inspires all of our entrepreneurs out there who are trying to tackle social media day in and day out, finding content, you know, figure out what to do to really boost their business momentum using social media. We really hope that this episode gives you the tips and tricks to do just that. So without further ado, let's meet Tiffany. Hey, Tiffany. How are you? Hi, I am doing well. Thank you so much for having me. We're so excited to have you on the show today. I'm so excited to be here. We are super fans and we can't wait to delve in today to learn a little bit more about your background and your business. Yeah. So first, let's dive into the beginning. So where'd you grow up and what did you go to school to do? Yeah, absolutely. So I grew up uh, here where I still am in the San Francisco Bay Area. Um, And I'm actually still in college. I took a year off when I had my daughter. And so I've kind of been easing back in to get my bachelor's. Um, So my major is communication. And I've been working in marketing and communication since I was 18. Wow, that's awesome. So you mentioned that you have a daughter. How old is your daughter? Yeah, so she's six years old and she just started first grade, which is a little bit different with distance learning. And there's so many, um, so many challenges there that all parents, I'm sure, can relate to right now. Uh, but it's been good, and she's she's adjusting and she's doing really well. That's awesome. That's awesome. So now, Tiffany, you have to actually add being a teacher to your resume, because as a mom of four, I'm now not only, you know, businesswoman, I am a teacher. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. I run me my money. Yeah, exactly, exactly. <laughs> I know I'm not a mom, but I'm like, Mary, I feel for you. She's like, I need to get back on another zoom, you know, teaching or whatever for her kids. So I, I give all the hats off to the mommies out there and the teachers, by the way. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> so So tell us, Tiffany, tell us a little bit, we know about your background a little bit. What inspired you to do your business and tell us a little bit about your business? Yeah, absolutely. Um, So like I mentioned, I had been in marketing and communications since I was 18. I'm 25 right now. Um, But I always was running something on the side, which was my content creator platform as an influencer. Um, And that's something that I started when my daughter was a newborn. So six years ago, I had her and I was really young. I was going through postpartum depression and just dealing with a lot of things emotionally and just kind of figuring out my life as a, a single mom at 19. And so I created, um, I created this 
this page where I can connect with people online, not knowing that it would bring me um, into this community of supporting and encouraging women where I was able to really dive into my love for makeup and fashion and, and lifestyle content. Um, and it actually ended up blooming into brand collaborations, um, collaborating with other creators and fully monetizing my platform. Um, and now I have nearly 70,000 followers and I was able to grow that all organically. And so this year, um, I was still working my nine to five when COVID and when COVID hit, um, I was a marketing and communications manager and when COVID hit, um, I ended up losing my job. And so I decided to take the leap and start my own social media coaching business um, to help business owners, coaches, consultants, essentially any solopreneur to really ramp up their social media platform, be able to convert more clients, um, and really step into their role as boss, as I like to call it, because a lot of us can play small and procrastinate our dreams um, and really hold ourselves back from success. So it came from um, a place of creating something on my own, people noticing and, and noticing that I was growing organically, and then me turning that into a business idea and offer where I'm actually able to serve my ideal audience, which is working with mainly minority women um, in order to grow their businesses and support them. That's amazing. That's awesome. Yeah. And I want to, I want to go back to, because you said, um, you know, when you started it more so trying to find a platform or create a platform that was going to be great for you, maybe take your mind off, you know, the postpartum depression and really just find a community of women. At what point did you realize, you know, I think this might be bigger than, you know, it started or it can go yeah. somewhere. Yeah, that's such a good question. Um, so I had always been watching creators and vloggers and YouTubers um, since they started getting more and more popular, especially in the YouTube space. And there were a few that I really enjoyed. And um, as I started experimenting and playing around with makeup, because I, I never wore makeup in high school, eyeshadow wasn't something that I even, you know, played around with. And so it was something that was very new and very different for me. Um, and I just really enjoyed it. I, I loved it. And when I started watching these videos, you know, the thoughts that would go through my head is like, if they can do it, I can, I can probably do this too. Um, and that's what I started doing. I started creating, um, looks on my own, sharing that with this community online. And what really was the major shift for me was seeing that people were actually making money online doing this. They were monetizing their platforms. They were, um, making money and I didn't know how they were making money. So of course, Google is your best friend. There's so much free content and resources out there. So I just, I did my research. I connected with other people that were in the community. Um, I really identified this as something that I loved. I would spend so much time building my community, engaging online, um, screenshotting the looks I wanted to create the night before when my baby was sleeping, waking up early to do it before she woke up. So I definitely had the drive 
five. Um, I think once I realized that this could turn into something was when I started um, having brands reach out to me to work with me and want to send me product in exchange for stories and posts. Um, and once I realized that I could charge, I began to raise my rates, uh, continue working with bigger brands. And I've worked with brands from Maybelline, Sephora, Benefit Cosmetics, um, transitioning into fashion, working with Fashion Nova and Lulu's, um, and all different types of labels and brands just by putting myself out there and building this platform. Wow, that's amazing. I'm just yeah. we're so inspired. So tell us, Tiffany, I know that you spoke about your first masterclass that you had on Instagram and it was sold out. Tell us at that moment, did you realize at that moment, like, okay, this is my aha moment. This is what I'm, I have arrived. How did, how did you feel? And tell us from that moment, where did you see your business going? Yeah, absolutely. Um, to be honest, it wasn't, I didn't have my coaching business started at that point yet. So I was just putting together a masterclass because it was something that was so highly requested. And I started sharing more tips and tricks on how to grow organically. People had normally just been asking me these questions on how to grow on Instagram, um, seeing that I had this organic reach and that I had grown so quickly in a short amount of time. And it was something that a lot of people were struggling struggling with. And I didn't know so many people were struggling with their growth online um, until my platform continued to grow and I was, I was able to attract more of my ideal audience. So when I created this masterclass, uh, my main intention was to really share this information with a group of people that were ready to listen, ready to um, grow their own business. And at that point, um, while I was doing it, I, I felt very on fire. I, I loved it. I felt like this is something that I love to do, but I had my nine to five. I, I was still in college. It wasn't something where I was really thinking about a business idea. And it wasn't until I was let go from my job. And even at that point, I wasn't thinking about it. Um, I think the main thing that kind of turned for me was when I was on a interview for this job that I was hoping that I would get. And I started talking about my platform. I started talking about my audience. I started talking about how I'd sold out these live tickets and so many people were listening, wanting to listen to what I had to say. And that um, the students that actually came to the class, they all got free um, sessions with me. And so it was during that point after the class where I was sharing about it and telling her that I had a call right after this. Um, and the students that had come to my class were asking for continued support where I was like, wait a second, what am I doing? And the woman interviewing me, bless her heart. She was like, Tiffany, it sounds like you've got, she's like, why are really you here? here? Yeah, it's yeah. exactly. <laughs> essentially, that's essentially what she was saying to me. She was like, you have something that you are going, you're going to have to put the same time and resources into this position to grow. And it was almost like she was whispering it to me and she was like, you might as well do this for yourself. Go for it. Mm. Um, and at that point I felt like I was really kind of on the fence, but hearing that was like, wow, this is really something that um, people can tell that I'm passionate about and something that I obviously enjoy. So I did a launch, um, on Facebook and on Instagram sharing that I have a program. And at that point it was a three month program. Now it's an eight week program. 
that I've structured since then. Um, and I got booked out with consultations and people emailing me and getting back to everybody. And I was overwhelmed by the amount of people that were interested in coaching and interested in up-leveling their Instagram. Wow. Such an inspiration. <laughs> yeah, definitely. I think sometimes too, it really takes someone else or just having a conversation with someone to realize like, you know what? I think that I'm, I'm talking about my passion because a lot of people always ask, well, how do I know what I'm passionate about? Or right. how do I know what to start doing? They know they want to be a business owner. They know they want to be an entrepreneur, but they don't know how or where to start. And I think sometimes it takes having a conversation with someone to really realize that fire that you have inside of you to say, you know what? I like, this is what I need to do. Exactly. Yeah. I think that that was really a main kind of catalyst moment for me when someone else was telling me, you know, to really go for it. And I realized that I was holding myself back, um, that I was playing small. And I think that's something to also keep in mind is that we're not raised to be, um, and we're not taught to be entrepreneurs. We're not taught to have our own business. We are taught and trained and told to be employees for somebody else, to have a nine to five so that we don't have any time outside of that to create something of our own. And so being an entrepreneur, um, starting something that is truly my own, I think was something that felt so out of the comfort zone. And it felt like I had been working for so many years in college to land um, a job at some big company when, you know, in reality, what I really wanted to do was take a chance on myself. And it was something that I had held myself back from. And it felt like the stars kind of aligned in that moment. And I just took the leap. Wow, that's and, great. And you did. I'm right now looking at your website and I see that Yahoo, you were listed as the top, one of the top 10 social media coaches of 2020, yes. which is amazing. Can you tell us a little bit about that? Thank you. Yeah, absolutely. Um, I was approached by uh, Yahoo Finance and they actually um, sent me a message just telling me, um, you know, that they were impressed by my work and that I was chosen as one of the top 10 social media coaches, which was really amazing to be up there um, with some of the other faces that I do recognize. And I think what's really great, the craziest part of that and of that feature is that um, I started only about five or so months ago. This isn't something that I had been doing for a long time. Coaching is not something that I even knew there was such an industry for. Now I'm, you know, surrounded by coaches and I coach coaches. Um, but before this, all I knew was that I wanted to serve. I wanted to help others. Um, I wanted to really just in my head, the way that I think of it now is by me not putting myself out there, I actually posted about this today too, by me not putting myself out there, my business idea, procrastinating it, I'm actually harming somebody else's success because my business is my calling. And by me being my unapologetic, authentic self in business, I am helping somebody else grow their business and live their dreams. So I've come from a place of like, well, this isn't just for me. This is, um, this is my way of, of service. And this is my way of helping others and empowering the women around me. 
Yeah, totally. Wow, Tiffany, I, I know your whole movement, like you have, <laughs> and we're a part of your um, entire squad. Like I know you did a post, like it put, it takes a lot of time to put into this and we appreciate you so much, the doors that you're opening. I know that you probably did not know, um, you know, many months ago it would grow to this point and that you would impact so many women. And we just want to thank you for that. Um, you inspire us and our listeners. Yeah, so. absolutely. And I want to know Thank too, you. for the boss babes listening, you know, when I think the average person looks at social media now, it's overwhelming. There's so many influencers, right? And so it's when you're a new entrepreneur starting out or a new influencer starting, starting out, you kind of get overwhelmed with the thought of how can I stick out or how can I be seen in a pool of so many other influencers? So what is your you know, what would you say to the average person that I'm sure you get this question all the time? How can I be seen? Absolutely. Um, yeah. I mean, I think there's, there's not one right answer. There are so many different things to implement. And that's why my program is eight weeks. I take them through this method that I actually created and implemented on my own account called the niche attract and then nurture. So essentially we're breaking down, nailing your ideal audience, um, understanding your brand messaging, niching down. This is also where we do the mindset work. Cause if you're not in the right mindset, you won't be able to apply the strategies and actually receive maximum results. And then attract is something that I like to focus on is rather than targeting your ideal audience, your readers, your viewers, your subscribers, your followers, you want to set up your Instagram and optimize every feature so that you're actually attracting them to you consistently. Um, and then that's where we create content calendars, pre-plan your content, understand Instagram and engagement strategies. And then nurture is really learning how to build a community that you're nurturing through DMs and relationships. So there is a whole framework um, that I've implemented for my clients. But an important takeaway for um, those who are listening is really just identifying first what it is that you love. What is it that you love to talk about? What is it that you um, want to serve others in? If it's not something that lights you up, if it's not something that you are experienced in or you haven't gone through before, um, identify something that is. Identify something that you really want to be able to share with others. Some questions, some things that might be able to help you get there are um, what are people, what are some questions a lot of people come to you asking? What are um, specific things that people come to you for that they feel like you're an expert or you, you're a zone of genius in um, some specific area? For me, it was very prevalent because I had grown a large audience in a short amount of time and people want to be able to do the same. And so that's why I've been able to work with these people. Um, that are looking for, you know, someone to help them. But I've also needed to identify that and who I want to work with. So the next thing would be identifying your ideal audience. What is it that they do? How do they take in content? Identifying that audience and really understanding how they want to serve them, who they want to serve, um, and what they're going to do to, to continue to bring that value to that ideal market. So Tiffany, that's wonderful. Tell us a little bit about any roadblocks, you know, during your um, tenure of just a short time and you've become very successful. Did you have any roadblocks 
just because you're a woman or you're, you were not this, you know, huge influencer at the time, any roadblocks or any advice to our listeners that you would give? Yes, absolutely. I had to really deconstruct and unlearn everything that I knew about money and about success, um, about growing my own business. And I mentioned one roadblock earlier about how a lot of us are trained and taught to be employees. I'd been working for several years and my dad was still mentioning to me about finding a company to intern for. Um, and I was like, no, I, well, now I'm a boss. Um, and that's not an option anymore, but it was just crazy that it's such a cycle that we go through where either our parents or our friends or our environment, um, pushes us towards a certain way of living life and it stops us from dreaming big and it allows us to continue playing small. And so that was a big thing that I had to uh, uncover on my own and really step into my role as boss and really identify that I was meant for something so much greater. And I didn't want to limit myself to working a nine to five or staying in a cubicle or um, doing something that I really didn't truly enjoy. So I think that was one of the big roadblocks and I've had to deconstruct a lot of limiting beliefs that I've had in order to experience the success that I have now. Um, another big one was surrounding money. You know, I'd grown up in a, um, in a family of immigrants. My parents both immigrated here from Hong Kong and my dad taught himself English. He walked to school because he couldn't afford even a bike. And he bust at night so he can just make a little bit of money. Um, but he was there in the library from the moment that it opened until the moment that it closed, teaching himself English, um, trying, to, trying to fit in and then climbing the corporate ladder with primarily all white males. And here he was as an Asian man with very choppy English, experiencing a lot of racism, um, classism, just a lot of roadblocks. And so growing up, I I was always told and always believed that money was so hard to come by, that we had to work so hard for money, but it was so easy to spend. Um, in a way, almost demonizing money because it was something that felt very unattainable. Um, and even when, you know, my dad experienced a lot of success, I feel like there is still a bit of a scarcity mindset where, you know, you're holding on to so much money and not being able to be abundant with it. So I've had to deconstruct a lot of those beliefs and that way of thinking and start telling myself and start with affirmations and saying, um, I am, I'm successful just by being me. I can work less hours, which I am doing now and make more money. Um, I am a money-making machine. Money flows through me. Money is an energy. Uh, money is an energy that we are that we need to be at the right frequency with, and not have this mindset of scarcity where we're holding on to money so hard that we're not able to let it go, but actually investing in the things that are going to make our business better and make us even more money in the long run. Um, so actually building a healthy relationship with money rather than demonizing money or being scared of money 
has allowed me to make more than I've ever made in my entire life. Wow. <laughs> we love it. We're just we here shaking it. our heads like, yep, yep, because, it's so good. Yeah, because they're <laughs> manifesting. And to me, I, I always say to my children, you know, you're breaking that cycle. Yeah, like absolutely. Said, you know, you're afraid. And, you know, especially with COVID, COVID has taught a lot of us that, you know, right now is the time to just go for it. And like you said, it, money is just energy yeah, and we're absolutely. a part of it and you believe it and you, you know, you dream it and you do it and, you know. Exactly. And also I believe that a lot of business owners, a lot of women entrepreneurs, you want something really bad and you can feel it, you can taste it, but then there is that thought of the what ifs and how much do I have to spend to even look like that or be like that or achieve that. And it goes back to you saying, you know, that scarcity with money that sometimes we don't just say, well, look what I have and look what I can actually do with what I have. It's what do I need to go get to get this type of lifestyle, to be this type of influencer, to be this type of right. business owner. And I think if we really tap into ourselves a little bit more, we'll see that we have everything that we need. Absolutely. I completely agree with that. Um, I think so much of what we want to attain and even our own fears really start within. Um, and so while I mentioned these roadblocks and I mentioned success, all of it had to start within with looking within myself and looking at what did I fear? What was I holding myself back from? What was I settling for before? And what can I achieve in the future? What is possible versus what is um, within, what is limited within my, my current circumstance? And that's something that I've constantly been, been working on and just knowing that you know, even within my clients, I work through a lot of this mindset work with them as well. And a lot of them have the tools that they need, the courage, um, the mindset, the ability, the capability to reach their wildest dreams. They just need to be able to tap into it on their own, just like you mentioned. So I think that is so, so important. Well, thank you. I, I did want to ask you, you speak a lot about call to action. So for yes. those of who do not know about call to action, what is a call to action? Can you explain that to our listeners and how important that is for your business? Absolutely. I love talking about call to action. <laughs> um, it hurts me a little bit when I see an amazing post and someone doesn't direct them to take action afterwards because you've already grabbed their attention um, in that moment. What do you need them to do? So essentially, that's what a call to action is. Um, this is something that should be implemented in your content, which means your posts inside your caption, um, within your stories for sure, your live streams, your IGTV videos, and now your reels. Essentially, if you are on social media, you want to be utilizing your call to action, especially if you are a business owner, if you're a coach, a consultant, if you offer any type of service or product, you want to be able to direct your ideal customers and clients to where they can learn more information, book you, um, buy your product or service, whatever that action is, that's going to be money generating. You want to make it as simple as possible with less steps as possible for your customers, your clients, your followers to take that action. So I will give you an example that you can use right away. If you are making a post on Instagram, um, so say 
you know, today I actually made a post talking about affirmations and some limiting beliefs about business owners. And I had my hook. I had my body where I had my meat, my information, some bullet points. I even shared four affirmations that people can use right away. And at the very bottom, I said, um, P.S. If you are looking to up level your Instagram and step into the bossiest version of yourself, you can click the link in my bio and book a free 30 minute Instagram strategy game plan call with me. Um, and we can chat a little bit further about your challenges and your goals on social media. So once they're able to connect with my content, engage with it, read till the end, they have that call to action where they can book a call with me and we can talk further about creating strategy and next steps for them so that they can get out of overwhelm or frustration or unorganization, um, or maybe they're not seeing enough clients, um, they're not seeing enough leads or enough reach on their posts. That's something that I can help with. So whatever your business is, you're serving people in some way. You are providing a solution that your ideal audience is struggling with. Make it easy for them to book with you, to buy your product, to use your services, and make that really clear at the bottom of your captions, as well as in your bio. This needs to be clearly communicated because remember, people have short attention spans. So if it's not something that's clearly communicated, don't make them dig for it. Make it as easy as possible for them to understand, digest, click in their head, and then click a link so that they can take action right away um, before you know your post disappears or they get distracted with something else. So make sure to utilize that call. To That's action. a great tip. I love that. That's a great tip. As a mom, I feel like, okay, the attention span of a child, we always think about the attention span. <laughs> yeah. So it's like, like you said, call to action, make it click, make it easier. And there you go. And yeah. I like the whole dissecting of the caption. You have, you know, you said the body, you have your call to action. So I exactly. think, yeah, I think sometimes you overcomplicate captions. I know a lot of times, you know, you can just find yourself there like, what do I want to say today? But I think really kind of hooking them in and really helping them understand what the whole, you know, how to engage with the post. Um, right. And then for them to know how to take it to the next level, I think is amazing. Yes. Well, we thank you so much. 2021 is on the horizon, right? And social media has just been, I mean, I think social media has really even evolved even more with COVID because everyone's home, they have their phones. So now we have reels on Instagram, we have TikTok, we have all these things. So I want to know for the entrepreneurs out there, um, what do you see for 2021 as, as it pertains to social media? Where do you see it going? What do you think will be the new hot thing, the thing that everyone needs to jump on, the thing that everyone needs to make sure that they're, you know, um, inserting in their business? This is such a great question. I think that so many people have recognized just how important um, remote work is, as well as having something of their own. Um, so many people got laid off due to COVID. I lost my job. I'm sure so many people listening may have experienced, unfortunately, the same thing. Um, and I think a lot of people are recognizing that they're 
can be a very high turnover rate with their position and and what they're in and it might not be as secure as they would like it to be especially if they have kids and they have a family and they're looking to consistently provide um and so what i've learned is that social media is so important and so impactful it really is a global network that connects you with the rest of the world so that's why it's so important to be clear to have those calls to action um but as far as 2021 goes i think that instagram is going to utilize so much more of video content um i think that with reels with igtv with live streams and videos in general it has been an amazing new way to connect with your audience and i think with so many businesses on social media now instagram is making it easier and easier to track insights to um make sure that your ideal audience is seeing your posts. Another limiting belief that a lot of my clients have is that the Instagram algorithm once it changed in 2016, um, once it was no, no longer chronological, that they've kind of given up and that they, you know, live in this belief that they're never going to reach their clients on Instagram and that their posts are never going to be seen. So with that mindset, how do you think they're going to be approaching social media? They're probably not going to be going all out. They might be playing small. And what I've discovered is it's not the algorithm. There are strategies and methods in order to utilize Instagram to its fullest potential and see results. I've been able to utilize it and I've actually grown significantly because of the algorithm switch and because of understanding how it works and doing that research. Um, and that's what I teach my clients now. And it's been, it's been amazing. So I think in 2021, people are going to see even more um, video content, educational content that people are sharing on their businesses. So so if you're not utilizing Instagram for your business, make sure to hop on it right away. You want to make sure you have that presence, that you're reaching your ideal audience, and that you are showing up to position yourself as an authority in your industry, in your community, and offering value to your audience so people can continue coming back and wanting to work with you wanting to absorb your free contents, to collaborate with you. Um, this is absolutely the place to do it. And I think more and more we are recognizing just how powerful it is to utilize social media and specifically Instagram to grow our platforms. So yeah, that's, that's what I have to say about that. Nice. I love it. So where can everybody find you? So if they want to take your course, if they want to find you on Instagram, you have an amazing Facebook group. So let everybody know where they can, they can uh, link up with you. Absolutely. So my Instagram handle is at tiffanychung.co. That's T-I-F-F-A-N-Y-C-H-E-U-N-G.co. And that's also my website. Um, so you can check out a little bit more about my services. I have some free resources on there as well. I have a free Instagram Reels tutorial on my website if that is something you are looking to try, as well as a hashtag research strategy. Um, and yes, I do have a Facebook community of over 14,000 women entrepreneurs and creatives to support one another. Um, 
give each other an engagement boost on our posts and our businesses. And it's called Insta Girl Gang. Um, and you can find more information about that on my Instagram as well, or just searching it up on Facebook. And we're always taking in more boss babes, which I know a lot of you are subscribed to their podcast. Um, and so I'm excited to see you inside the group and excited to connect as well. If you have any questions about anything that I shared. I respond to all of my DMs. So I'm happy to extend uh, support, encouragement, and resources so that you can also up-level your Instagram too. I love it. Wow. Thank you so much. We are so excited to have you on. Yes, we thank Absolutely. you so much. We, you have you know, definitely made an impact on our business, being new business owners and minorities. So we just want to thank you personally and, you know, keep up the great work. And guys, you heard it here at the Unzip Podcast. Please check Tiffany out. And again, we appreciate you so much. Yes, absolutely. Thank you so much for having me on. I love you girls. I appreciate you. And we'll continue to absolutely support all that you do. Thank absolutely. you so thank much. Thank you so much, Tiffany.